Part two, story three of Tales of King Arthur and the Round Table by Andrew Lang. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part two, story three, the adventure of Sir Galahad. Now Sir Galahad had as yet no shield, and he rode four days without meeting any adventure, till at last he came to a white abbey, where he dismounted and asked if he might sleep there that night the brethren received him with great reverence and led him to a chamber where he took off his armour and then saw that he was in the presence of two knights sirs said sir galahad what adventure brought you hither sir replied they we heard that within this abbey is a shield that no man may hang round his neck without being dead within three days or some mischief befalling him and if we fail in the adventure you shall take it upon you sirs replied sir galahad i agree well thereto for as yet i have no shield so on the morn they arose and heard mass and then a monk led them behind an altar where hung a shield white as snow with a red cross in the middle of it sirs said the monk this shield can be hung round no knight's neck unless he be the worthiest knight in the world and therefore i counsel you to be well advised well answered one of the knights whose name was king bagdemagus i know truly that i am not the best knight in the world yet shall i try to bear it and he bore it out of the abbey then he said to sir galahad i pray you abide here still till you know how i shall speed and he rode away taking with him a squire to send tidings back to sir galahad after king bagdemagus had ridden two miles he entered a fair valley and there met him a goodly knight seated on a white horse and clad in white armour and they came together with their spears and sir bagdemagus was borne from his horse for the shield covered him not at all therewith the strange knight alighted and took the white shield from him and gave it to the squire saying bear this shield to the good knight sir galahad that thou hast left in the abbey and greet him well from me sir said the squire what is your name take thou no heed of my name answered the knight for it is not for thee to know nor for any earthly man now fair sir said the squire tell me for what cause this shield may not be borne lest ill befalls him who bears it since you have asked me answered the knight know that no man shall bear this shield save sir galahad only then the squire turned to bagdemagus and asked him whether he were wounded or not yes truly said he and i shall hardly escape from death and scarcely could he climb on his horse's back when the squire brought it near him but the squire led him to a monastery that lay in the valley and there he was treated of his wounds and after long lying came back to life after the squire had given the knight into the care of the monks he rode back to the abbey bearing with him the shield sir galahad said he alighting before him the knight that wounded bagdemagus sends you greeting and bids you bear this shield which shall bring you many adventures now blessed be god and fortune answered sir galahad and called for his arms and mounted his horse hanging the shield about his neck then followed by the squire he set out they rode straight to the hermitage where they saw the white knight who had sent the shield to sir galahad the two knights saluted each other courteously and then the white knight told sir galahad the story of the shield and how it had been given into his charge 
afterwards they parted and sir galahad and his squire returned unto the abbey whence they came the monks made great joy at seeing sir galahad again for they feared he was gone for ever and as soon as he was alighted from his horse they brought him unto a tomb in the churchyard where there was night and day such a noise that any man who heard it would be driven nigh mad or else lose his strength sir they said we deem it a fiend sir galahad drew near all armed save his helmet and stood by the tomb lift up the stone said a monk and galahad lifted it and a voice cried come thou not nigh me sir galahad for thou shalt make me go again where i have been so long but galahad took no heed of him and lifted the stone yet higher and there rushed from the tomb a foul smoke and in the midst of it leaped out the foulest figure that ever was seen in the likeness of a man galahad said the figure i see about thee so many angels that my power dare not touch thee then galahad stooping down looked into the tomb and saw a body all armed lying there with a sword by his side fair brother said galahad let us remove this body for he is not worthy to be in this churchyard being a false christian man this being done they all departed and returned unto the monastery where they lay that night and the next morning sir galahad knighted melius his squire as he had promised him aforetime so sir galahad and sir melius departed hence in quest of the holy grail but they soon went their different ways and fell upon different adventures in his first encounter sir melius was sore wounded and sir galahad came to his help and left him to an old monk who said that he would heal him of his wounds in the space of seven weeks and that he was thus wounded because he had not come clean to the quest of the grail as sir galahad had done sir galahad left him there and rode on till he came to the castle of maidens which he alone might enter who was free from sin there he chased away the knights who had seized the castle seven years agone and restored all to the duke's daughter who owned it of right besides this he set free the maidens who were kept in prison and summoned all those knights in the country round who had held their lands of the duke bidding them do homage to his daughter and in the morning one came to him and told him that as the seven knights fled from the castle of maidens they fell upon the path of sir gawain sir gareth and sir lewain who were seeking sir galahad and they gave battle and the seven knights were slain by the three knights it is well said galahad and he took his armour and his horse and rode away so when sir galahad left the castle of maidens he rode till he came to a waste forest and there he met with sir lancelot and sir percival but they knew him not for he was now disguised and they fought together and the two knights were smitten down out of the saddle god be with thee thou best knight in the world cried a nun who dwelt in a hermitage close by and she said in a loud voice so that lancelot and percival might hear but sir galahad feared that she would make known who he was so he spurred his horse and struck deep into the forest before sir lancelot and sir percival could mount again they knew not which path he had taken so sir percival turned back to ask advice of the nun and sir lancelot pressed forward end of part two story three